Welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, how to get a house ready to sell is the question often asked from people thinking of selling their home. So how much difference does home sale preparation make when you're selling a home? It makes a huge difference because I... I uh, people don't do this every day. People don't sell homes every day. You know, if they've sold two or three homes, they're pretty experienced. So we we do this all the time. And if your home is not prepared, if you just put it on the market, have them take some pictures of it and hope it works out, it, it, you probably won't get the most amount of money. Now, there are some people that don't want to do updating. That's fine. As long as you price it that way, and help us get ready for the pictures, it, it'll work out just fine. You'll still get the most amount of money for what that kind of home could command. Um, so it, it does make a difference, and it's probably the number one question that we get from home sellers is what do we need to do, what do we not need to do to get our home ready for sale? Sometimes they'll ask me, do I need to paint the whole house? I'm like, well, not unless the paint's bad, you know, or it's really, really showing like it needs paint. Uh, on the outside, it's kind of important, though, because if a majority of the buyers in your area are going to be getting government loans like FHA or VA loans, one thing they will, will uh, ask to be repaired, regardless of the age of the home, is if there's any peeling paint on the outside of the home. And sometimes a very small investment could equal a huge return on your investment. Just so you know, the typical buyer wants to buy a house, move in, drop their stuff, and not do any rehab. Okay, they just, they're not interested in doing that. There are a few out there, though, that have the skills and the resources to do it. Uh, we recently had somebody purchase one of our listings that was not updated. I call it my 80s time warp. It had a beautiful lot, really pretty. I think I've showed it to you, Richard, up in Woodmore. Oh my gosh, I love that home. Yeah, but you know, it's it's 80s brown sculpted carpet and the Hollywood lights and nothing has been updated. Um, but it, we priced it accordingly and we still got top dollar because we made the home look pretty in the pictures. That means we got, I think my this is still holds my record, we had 175 people show up at the open house in one hour and it sold for 75000 over asking price. That was a fixer-upper. So it was kind of fun. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, and you're right about it. I mean, I looked at it on Google Earth because I wanted to see what the neighborhood looked like. And it was beautiful with regard to that. But then when you showed the photos, it's like, ah, eh, it needs a little bit of work here. But 175 people at an open house in one hour. Yeah. No wonder you did so well getting a great price on that. Yeah. And so what do you not fix? Um Paint is kind of, it depends. If you have dramatic paint like Bronco's orange in, in the family room, please neutralize that. <laughs> That's not going to show well. A lot of people have those accent walls. Uh, if it's drama paint in one bedroom or another, it's probably not a deal breaker. You're not going to have to die on that hill to get that right. But the key rooms, living room, kitchen, master bathroom, uh, you know, curb appeal, make sure those look good. Uh, typically, this will be some, I'll probably get some pushback on this, but typically buyers will not pay a premium for 
Um, tankless water heaters. It's kind of like, oh, that's nice, but they don't care, even though they cost like $10,000. And believe it or not, they will not pay a premium for solar. Did you know that, Richard? No, I didn't. I mean, that's why I love doing this program with you. I never walk away from this program without learning something new and something very, very important, whether you're buying or selling. I mean, I myself would love to have a solar system, you know, but it, it, is a buyer going to pay 35000 more f- for the house because it has it? No. They just want to make sure it's paid off because that's what both the lender and the title company will, will require. Uh, the next thing to get up to 11% more on your home is to make sure you hire an agent that has a really good marketing strategy. So, of course, updated homes are going to get top dollar and aggressively priced homes are going to get top dollar. And homes that are priced what I call realistically versus optimistically. So it used to be years ago when you would go to sell a house, you would price it high for negotiating room and you would expect some back and forth. Okay. Uh, and that's fine um, in a what they call a buyer's market, meaning there's an abundance of homes. It's taking three to six months for homes to sell. That's fine. That's a different story. But when you're dealing with a market like this, where it's a seller's market, most buyers are expecting to have to come in over asking price in most price ranges. Not all, but in most price ranges. So you want to make sure you price it at market value, not above market value, in order to get top dollar. Richard? You're listening to Barb Schlinker with Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And we're talking this morning about getting the best return uh, on your investment in the home. Um, Have you prepared a checklist to help people get up to 11% more when they sell their homes, Barb? Yeah, actually, you can go on my website, barbhasthebuyers.com. Click on the green button in the upper left-hand corner or right-hand corner and pull down a report that is the uh, top things to help you get up to 11% more when you sell your home. It's a really good report. It gives you a lot of good information, a lot of detailed information, kind of what I'm talking about right now. Marketing is a key one though. The home absolutely has to be properly prepared for pictures, has to be exposed properly, and make sure your agent absolutely is responsive to uh, the demand. So in preparing the home for sale, kind of like what we talked about in our last segment, um, getting the pictures right or getting it showing right is absolutely critical in meaning the home sells or not. Like I had one that we we pushed the price envelope a little bit, I think. Um, It did not work. It didn't sell. We got a good turnout. We got some low offers and then he said no and it sat on the market then they had an estate sale and the house got vacated and it, it looked awful vacated. It just didn't work. So I said, all right, we've got to do something to change the outcome. So we brought in staging furniture. Boom, right away it sold. Isn't that amazing? No, not with you because you know what makes a difference and what doesn't. Yeah, and make sure the agent also understands how to negotiate for top dollar. Um, That's another thing that probably, honestly, I don't think real estate agents are trained to negotiate. I hate to say that, but there's very little training on negotiation. And so you never know what's going to happen. If you're a buyer, you never know what's going to happen if you're making an offer. Are they going to come back and ask us for our best offer? Do we make our best offer first? What does our competition look like? 
Um, and not every agent is forthcoming. Not every agent knows exactly how to get the most amount of money for the house. Um, and then what about if uh, the home is uh, marketed appropriately? So if the information is factual, things like the square footage or whether or not there's AC. Now, mistakes do happen in the MLS, just so you know. That's not uncommon. And as long as it gets corrected, it's okay. But you want to make sure that your agent has a process in place where, you know, you get to review it and say, oh, that's not right. We got to correct that. Okay, fine. And, and that's okay. But I've seen a lot of mistakes linger for a long time. Uh, buyer demand. So this is hugely important. I don't know if you know, Richard, that uh, um, when a couple of years ago, Zillow is still selling leads. I don't, everybody knows who Zillow is. They're a tech company that's trying to become masters of the real estate universe. Um, and they, for, for a while, they were buying homes. They lost almost a billion dollars doing that, overpaying for homes. And so they stepped out of that. But before that, what they were doing is if you were buying leads from Zillow, so real estate agents would buy buyer leads. So kind of the way the whole listing system works is the agents put their listings in the MLS. It gets shared with thousands of other websites. Okay, one of them is Zillow. So Zillow's a tech company that's mastered how to get to page one of Google every day. So if a buyer searches for homes for sale in Colorado Springs, Zillow is definitely going to be on page one. No matter what they put in, they're going to get there. They know that. So what they do is they get buyers to say, hey, I'm interested in seeing that home. The buyer thinks they're reaching the listing agent, but actually they're reaching some random agent that doesn't know anything about the house. And sometimes Zillow will blast that lead out to six agents that are paying for leads on the website. And one of the things that they told me when they were doing this is, well, part of the reason we do it is most agents, if a buyer raises their hand after they get a lead, don't answer the phone. So responding to buyer's demand is an issue. They even went so far as to create a little call center for themselves to actually answer the buyer's calls and try to direct connect them to the agent. And even then they didn't answer the phone. <laughs> I don't picture having that problem with you. <laughs> no, we have a team. We have a process to make sure that doesn't happen. But how an agent responds is very, very important to a buyer. And then um, you also want to make sure that everything from contract to closing gets handled appropriately. So that's where it gets exciting and stuff happens. Okay, everybody, everybody's happy once they go under contract, but then the buyer has to do their due diligence. They have to do an inspection. They have to check things out. Sometimes they make assumptions about the things that they see in the house. And we, we've had a lot of segments about inspections. Uh, sometimes they break things during inspections. Many, many times things like roofs come up, right? And so typically they'll ask the seller to replace the roof because they have an insurance policy on the house. And if they buy the home without the seller at least trying to file a claim and get the roof covered by the insurance company, their follow-on insurance company may not cover the roof. So uh, probably every third or fourth transaction with us has to do with the roof replacement. And so the wording in the contract is very, very important because agents make a lot of assumptions. They're really good at, quote, protecting their buyers so much so sometimes they blow up deals over it because they're just not focused on 
what the buyer really wants to accomplish or they create all this drama that's unnecessary. I experience this kind of on a daily basis with agents. Um, but at the end of the day, it's about what's written in the agreement. And, and there's quite a complex process on roofing and insurance claims. I don't know if you know that, Richard, but the, the, if, if you file a claim, then you have a roofer come out and give a bid. Typically, the insurance companies will depreciate the value of the roof. So maybe they're, in, they're deductible as, say, $2,000. But then, oh, well, we're only going to cover, out of the $10,000 roof, we're only going to cover 6000 because of depreciation. And so it means the out-of-pocket cost to the seller could be a lot more. So we work with really good vendors that kind of offset that somehow. They're good at negotiating with the insurance companies to make sure that the seller doesn't have a big out-of-pocket expense. I had one recently closed that we had the buyer pay the deductible. They're getting the benefit of the new roof. And then we allowed them to upgrade it if they wanted, if they get one of those high-impact shingle uh, shingles on the roof. It saves them on their homeowner's insurance. So those are the kind of things that we can make happen. But you have to have an experienced agent that knows how to do that. So if you want to get that free report on the eight new marketing laws to sell your home for up to 11% more, and just so you know, that's a high number. My average is 7.1% over asking. That's still pretty good. Um, go visit barbhasthebuyers.com and click on the green button to download that report or give us a call at 719-301-3900. Richard? We're here with Barb Schlinker on the Real Estate Voice Show. And if you're thinking of selling your home or you want to get the most amount of money when you sell, go ahead and call Barb at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll be discussing why choose the Barb Schlinker team over other choices and some of those hot new listings that Barb loves to tell you about. Back after this. 